0: Sophomore quarterback Sefo Lufau and senior defensive tackle Judah Parker were the player representatives at this week's CU Press Luncheon. Mike McIntyre also took the podium to talk about the Buffalo's upcoming game against UCLA, which will kick off at Folsom Field at noon on Saturday with TV coverage on the Pac-12 networks.
1: So, Sefo, could you just talk a little bit about what you've seen on film from the UCLA defense and what kind of challenges they pose?
2: Yeah, um, they run as uh, I guess three different coverages kind of for the majority of the time. Uh, you know, great defense. Uh, you know, we're just going to have to be really consistent this week uh, in term, and especially preparation uh, coming because, you know, they're a really good defense and, you know, we're going to have to be able to execute against them.
3: Stefan, how do you feel the team has responded in practice this week?
2: I feel like we responded really well. You know, obviously really disappointing last week um, in the way we performed, but I think the guys, especially today, uh, we had a really good practice, uh, you know, and they weren't really, uh, we call them re-rides, um, kind of like redoing the play uh, against their looks. So, you know, I think they responded really well, and, you know, we just got to be able to go out there on the field now and perform.
1: So for last year in this game against the Bruins, pretty sure it was this game. Things got a little bit chippy. You took some hard hits. Um, kept getting up, obviously any of that carry over from one year to the
2: next? No, none of it carries over. I mean, it it was done as soon as the game was over. Um, You know, the hits, they come with the game. It's it's part of the game. And, you know, you just got to take them, um, you know, maybe it will be chippy again. I have no idea. But, you know, from last year, you know, I don't carry anything over.
4: Sifo, have you seen Oregon State and and, uh, USC? What did they do differently with Nelson Spruce to kind of keep him from making those big plays
0: over the top?
2: I think a lot of teams right now are, are making us throw the ball underneath, uh, making sure we don't have anything deep, and you know that doesn't uh, just, uh, I guess, go for Spruce. That goes for every receiver that we have. Uh, you know we just have to take what they give us though. Um, you know, and if they want to let us dink and dunk down the field, then we have to be able to do that um, and sustain long drives. Uh, we did a really good job one drive against USC. I think it was 18 play drive uh, resulting in a touchdown. Uh, we just have to be able to you know do that more throughout the game, uh, not just that one time.
3: So two and five. What do you guys say in the locker room
4: to make sure that you're motivated? Is something changed? Or is there a rallying cry? Or what are you guys talking about?
2: Yeah, there shouldn't really be a rally cry or motivation. I mean, being two and five, you know, you should be motivated, you know, not to lose anymore because, you know, like I've been saying earlier in the year, you know, we want to go 1-0 each week, and, you know, we haven't been doing that recently, and, you know, it's frustrating. You know, you can't hide that, the fact of that, but, you know, the guys are self motivated this year compared to last last year, and, you know, we just want to win, and, you know, the guys are putting the preparation this week out there, and, you know, we just have to perform on Saturday because, you know, the preparation's been good each week, you know, it's just a matter of
4: so our uh, our pass rush is kind of uh, uh, sophisticated. In fact, well, I mean, it's a passing conference, so I assume that the defenses are as sophisticated as the offense. You notice a lot of interesting things that are happening in front of you.
2: I wouldn't say so. I mean, for the most part also, I'm not really looking at the rush. So yeah. I, I couldn't tell you, you know, what they're doing. Um, you know, obviously if they, if they get to me, I mean, they must be doing something right uh, on the defensive side. But, you know, I'm not looking at the, the rush. If I was, that, that they'd be bad as a quarterback. Are you
4: feeling a lot of pressure game
2: to game? Uh, no, th- no, there's no pressure, you know, if anything. I mean,
4: pass rush pressure.
2: Uh, in terms of pass rush pressure. No, the O line's doing a really good job this year, of uh, protecting <coughs> me and giving me time in the pocket. You know, obviously sometimes you're there, you know, you'll get hit as you throw or, or you get sacked. That's just the nature of the game. Um, but you know for the most part the O line's doing a really good job.
3: How would you evaluate your progress this season? How far along do you think your arm is? Do you think it's the best you've had yet?
2: Just a I think personal reflection. I think I've progressed well. You know, obviously uh, really disappointed with last week. No, I, I feel like that might have been, you know, probably my worst career, uh, game in my career as a college football player. Uh, it, was, it was just frustrating. You know, but you're going to have that sometimes. Uh, it's just the way you bounce back is, you know, kind of how everyone looks at it because, you know, not even the, the pros, you know, have a good game every week. So, but I think overall, uh, throughout the season, I progressed really well. Um, and but there's still room to grow. And you know, Coach Linger and everyone else has helped me along the way. So, you know, we're going to keep going.
1: What is it specifically that makes you feel like that was your worst
2: game? Uh, just in terms of, of reads, and you know, early on in the game, uh, when you dig yourself in a hole, and especially being in command of the offense, uh, kind of help—I wouldn't say helping us. I'm not trying to help us dig a hole, but you know, kind of putting us in the position of turning the ball over, um, misreads, you know, that, that don't show up on the stat sheet, but misreads such as that—it's um, just frustrating. You know, watching back on film, you know, it's a good uh, learning tool. But uh, you know, just looking back, it's kind of frustrating uh, letting your team down, uh, and that's what I take, the mo- uh, take hard the most. Take on the most is uh, letting my teammates know. I know you're looking at the defensive film,
3: but do you see any comparisons to yourself with Hundley? How do you think you guys match up against each other?
2: You know, I, I don't compare myself to anyone. You know, I just try and be the best person that I can be. Uh, you know, on and off the field. You know, I know you're talking about on the field, so. Uh, Just on the field, you know, I don't want to compare myself to anyone. You know, no one has my game. Uh, I don't have anyone else's game. Obviously, you'll try and take, like, little snippets of other people's game and try and put it in yours, but, you know, each person is their own individual uh, player. So, you know, I don't try and compare myself.
3: Is there something specifically that you're looking to do better this week that you think you can or know you have to
2: do? Take care of the football. You know, point blank, just take care of the football. You know, if I continue to turn over the ball, you know, I'm just, you know, giving away the hopes and dreams of the team. And, you know, you don't want to do that, especially as a quarterback.
0: Have any other questions for Thanks, right, sir. Thanks, guys. Did that feel kind of like a snowball
3: game early on? Like these just kind of got out of control uh, really quickly and it was hard for yourself
0: back into that game? Yeah, it was tough. You know, the first quarter was uh, got off to a rocky start. Uh, we let him come out too fast, uh, too early, and uh, after that point, we were playing catch-up. So it was uh, tough to come back after that type of first quarter.
4: Jim, you, uh, you're probably aware that Hundley has been sacked a bunch. I think uh, they've been allowed the most sacks in the Pac-12. How much of a motivation is that? And do the coaching staff, does the coaching staff make you guys aware of it? Or is it something that goes unsaid among the defensive players?
0: Yeah, definitely. We're definitely aware of that. Um, we're looking to exploit that this week. Uh, our linemen and our linebackers, you know, we're putting in different schemes. The coaches are putting in different schemes for us, and we're really working on uh, getting after the quarterback. We know that he's a he's a big dual threat quarterback. He's hard to take down, but uh, we're looking we're up to the challenge this week. Judah, uh, you have
4: been having play defensive end. How are the young guys looking to you?
0: Uh, yeah, the young guys are looking good. You know, it's uh, it's about mid season. Uh, they don't look like freshmen anymore. The guys that are in. Um, I definitely expect them to uh, step up when their number's called, and, and they've done, done so thus far.
1: Judah, I'm not sure how much of Seppo's comments you just heard, but he said that he felt like he let his team down last week, turning the ball over and he's giving away the hopes and dreams of the team. What, what is your response to that?
0: Well, you know, it's always uh, good that, you know, the quarterback takes, takes responsibility. And you know, a lot of the responsibility falls on the defense too. You know, giving up that much points, that's not acceptable at any level. So, uh, you know, defense definitely has to take uh, a lot of that responsibility as well. And, uh, you know, you can't point the finger at nobody. You know, we take we take, we take, our losses and, uh, you know, we come back next week looking for that win.
3: It seems in the past this defense has struggled with the zone read. Um, this is only the second time you face faced a team that kind of does that scheme this year. How much more uh, well-prepared do you feel to
0: face that? Um, we're really prepared this year. It's you know, so our second year under these coaches, and uh, they got us in the right position. Uh, we've been watching film all week, and uh, we're ready to, you know, we're up for the challenge for against his own read.
4: What, uh, remembering uh, when you were young, uh, just, uh, just arrived here, uh, what did you learn, like the second year, that you didn't know the first, as far as pass rushing techniques? As a as a young defensive end,
0: how how big is experience? Um, experience is really important. You know, when I first came in, you know, I just thought, you know, I just had to beat my man, and and uh, things would work out that way. But uh, playing under you know a few years now, and I'm a senior now, it's all about uh, pass protection lanes and working with the other linemen to uh, trap the quarterback, really setting up a trap where he has nowhere to escape and uh that's how you sack the quarterback at the college level. And so, you know, just learning how to do that and really uh, ten- having watching tendencies of different guys every single week, you know how to exploit that. So that's that's what I've learned.
4: Did you did you notice
0: the young guys are learning? Um, yeah, the young guys are slowly picking it up. You know, some guys faster than others. And I feel that, you know, it comes with time. Um, and so with that, I feel that the young guys are doing really good right now. So, yeah.
3: Seems the last couple of years you guys have definitely played better uh, in Folsom Field. Is that something that you guys can kind of r- rally around getting back here after a couple of weeks away?
0: I would think so. I think you know it's really important to uh, play well in front of the home crowd, uh, defending our turf. That's something that we really take pride in, and I feel that you know uh, this week should be no exception. We should play, come out and play really well.
3: At two and five, is this a must-win this weekend against UCLA?
0: Um, I feel that you know everyone is really important. I feel that you know uh, this game. It's just important as the next, I feel that, you know, we come in with the mindset that we have to win this game. And uh, that's the way we approach things. I feel that, you know, this game, um, you know, we still want to keep our, our dreams alive for a bowl game. Uh, and I know it's a tall order, but, you know, the way that you got to approach it is that, you know, you anything can happen on, on the Saturday. You know, coaches get us prepared. We're preparing our bodies uh, for the win, and so that's what we're going to c- come out and do. What
1: are your impressions of their running game?
0: Um, the running game is really good. I know that we have to stop them. Uh, the guys up front are looking to uh, exploit some of the things that we haven't done well against the USC, and so uh, we're going to have to c- come with our A game.
1: Any other questions for Judah?
5: Nice, Judah. Thank you. All right. Thanks. I, um, this weekend we're going to do something um, that I think is... Um, special, it's a tough situation. um, There's a young man that played for me at um, San Jose State University named David Quisenberry, best leader, best captain I've ever been around as a coach or a player. When I went to San Jose State, he was a walk-on tight end. Uh, Wasn't playing much. I saw his effort, his intensity. I told him if he could gain about 20 pounds over the summer, I'd put him on full scholarship, and we ended up starting him at tackle for three years. He ended up being the team captain. Um, All conference player and fourth round draft pick for the uh, Houston Texans. Um, this fall in preseason camp, um, he was having problems breathing and uh, thought he just had pneumonia or whatever, cold, and they, they diagnosed him with non Hodgkin lymphoma, and um, he's in a battle for his life. And uh, I know the family really well, and uh, on open day, I kind of looked at some schedules, and I realized that San Jose State was playing Navy this Saturday, and we were playing UCLA. Well, David's brother is a starting guard for UCLA, um, and uh, um, Scott Quisenberry, and his other brother is a starting defensive end for 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 Navy, Paul Quisenberry. So the four schools that have anything and and um, that have been with him. I, I coached David and I had the pleasure of coaching against his brother Scott and against his brother Paul. Um, and I uh, know the family really well and um, he's in his seventh, seventh round of chemo. Um, he's got a long fight ahead of him but if anybody can beat it, um, David can. They started a thing um, that we've started called 10 for 10 campaign. giving me 10 push-ups for $10 um, to go to um, LaFoma organization and, and support him. So, this Saturday, um, we're going to recognize um, DQ and the, the fight, especially this being Cancer Month and everything about it. Um, uh, UCLA is going to do something. I've talked to Jim a couple times. Um, San Jose State's doing something. Navy's doing something. Um, and we're going to um, try to honor him at the game. And uh, um, we're going to wear a, a little DQ on our helmet this weekend um, to, to, to recognize him and just the battle of cancer. Uh, things that I did not know when I looked into it, when I realized it happened, um, Coach Bernardi and I, who coached him, was very close with him too. We flew down and saw him, and uh, spent some time with him and his mom uh, back this summer. And you know, uh, it's the most common blood cancer in adults, and the third most common cancer overall among children. Every seven minutes, someone is diagnosed with lymphoma. Almost 80,000 people will be diagnosed with lymphoma in the United States alone this year. 80,000. And 700,000 people are right now living with it or in remission. Um, so it's a, a you know a, a big deal and something that's close to our heart. Our football team, if you notice, a lot of them wear these wristbands. Um, quiz Strong. Uh, we've told them about him. They know about it. And you know, a 24-year-old young man in the prime of his life um, having this happen, if anybody can beat it again, I know he can. And um, our prayers go out to him. And I'm excited about... All four schools, I called all four coaches um, Sunday and, uh, excuse me, last Friday, um, and they were all excited about it, I called them Friday morning. All of them wanted to do something, all of them are into it, all of them believe in it and understand uh, the battle ahead for him, but not just for DQ, but just to kind of get the word out there about this and it it hits home um, for us, um, especially our coaching staff and our players understand what it means to us too. And uh, they're fully behind it. So um, that's something that we'll do a little bit on Saturday. They'll have some video and some different things at the game, but um, we just want to recognize that and let everybody know about that. So um, now I'll take any questions on the game uh, against UCLA. I'll first start. Um, they're very athletic on offense, they spread you sideline to sideline. They're a true spread football team. Their quarterback is excellent. They have a lot of big athletic receivers that are good players. Uh, Defensively, um, they play an aggressive style, um, do do an excellent job on defense. They have a phenomenal kick returner, um, and he's a punt returner and kick returner. He can make play after play for them. Uh, He's a heck of a football player. He also plays corner for them. They also play him on offense. Um, Ishmael Adams, you'll see him going on offense, and usually when he's in on offense, they get in the ball, so we need to know when he's in the game. And uh, he's. A, I think they're a very good football team. They've had a couple of tough losses. I know they were ranked extremely high preseason. They're in the top 25 now. Um, but uh, I think they're a heck of a football team. It's going to be a tough test for us. So I'll have, take any questions at this time.
0: Just one of the biggest challenges with UCLA, Brett Honley, and the fact that even when things break down, sometimes you can still make a play with his legs. How tough is it defensively to go against that? Yeah, it, it's
5: very tough because you can have him hemmed up and. You know, watching our game against them last year went back, you know, um, I think they had 120 yards rushing in the game. And I think he had about 60 of them or 70 of them. And two of them were scrambles where we had him and he makes plays and gains about 20 or 30 yards. And um, he's just very, very explosive. Um, The other thing is he's very, very accurate in his passing game. So even when you make him move his feet, he still is pretty accurate. So, yeah, he makes it all go. There's no doubt about it. He makes it all go.
3: Obviously, uh, UCLA has underachieved to some of the preseason expectations they have. What do you think has caused that, and how can you exploit it?
5: I, I well, I, you know, I don't know if they complete. They've lost a couple um, tough games, um, and you know, you know, Brett being hurt there a little bit, I think hampered their his ability in the game some, um, and uh, so I think that hurt them a little bit, of course. But I, I think I still think they're a really, really good football team. That uh, I think they're a top twenty-five team. There's no doubt.
4: Coach, Seppo was in earlier and said that he thought that the USC game might have been the worst of his career. It looked like you know, he was taking that off the hard. Did you see it as that kind of game for him?
5: I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know worst of your career. I mean, it was just, it was just one of those games where um, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot on a couple. They made plays, don't get me wrong, they made plays. They capitalized on things, but we, we gave them kind of a uh, running start <laughs> at the beginning, I guess you'd say. And so that always um, hampers you, and um, we've uh, just got to find a way to, to bounce back. You know, I'm pretty sure he, he's upset about the, the first interception, um, but, uh, you, you you know, we got to stop him, and we got to get the ball back, and we got to do different things and uh, um, and put ourselves in better chances to, to be successful. So he's in no way, you know, he's not taking, he's not taking all the blame for the game. I think he just wants to play better when he can. And, you know, he did some good things in the game too. But uh, when you get behind the eight ball that quick, it kind of puts a damper on everything.
0: I was
1: going to ask you the same question BG did, but I'll follow up. with, Do you have any concerns about where his head is
0: at? Right no, now? I
5: don't have any concerns. He's a very mature young man, um, very focused. Done what? Did, has done well in practice. I don't have any um, concerns about where his where his head is.
4: Mike, do you like seeing a quarterback that takes it takes it hard like that?
5: Oh yeah, no no doubt and. Uh, you know, he he, um, you know, use it as motivation. Um, he's not a guy that's not confident, and but he's he's confident, but he's very humble. you know, I think y'all've seen that, mm-hmm. and that, that's the way he was brought up. Um, that's the way he attacks life. That's the way he attacks everything, and uh, he'll he'll bounce back and and keep competing. You know, if. I'm glad he's not the other way, where he's blaming everybody else and, and saying he, you know, this and that. Um, to take blame for it, to understand it, look it in that, look it in the barrel, and, and go from there, I think is good for, for all of us.
1: Coach, if you
3: had Cepho and uh, Hundley side by side, how would you compare the two?
5: I think they're they're both they're different. They're different. You know, um, Brett's not near as big as um, Sefo, um and they both do things differently. I think they're both good players. Um, you know, Brett Hundley's played a little, a little bit longer, um, and uh, um, you know, with the offenses are, are you know, there's some similarities in them, but more, it's more on Brett's more of a spread type offensive scheme. So I think I think they're both good players and with with what we, both teams ask them to do.
4: Mike, you coached coaching a lot of leagues. Pass rushing in Pac-12 is that like paramount, paramount
5: in on defense? Yeah, I think it is. Um, yes, it definitely is. Um, but it's, uh, it's kind of misleading at times, um, you know, when Brett Hundley and them are on rhythm, they're throwing it pretty quick. It's a run pass option type thing. When they, when they get off rhythm is when they've, they've given up their sacks, I think is probably what you're leading to. And same way with us. If we get off rhythm, we got to sit back there and they know you got to throw it. There's good athletes on the other side that can get to the passer. Um, so I think both teams are uh, offensively will try to stay on rhythm, try to keep it in rhythm, try to avoid where you're behind too far or you're having to uh, throw the ball in third and long, got to hold it longer type thing. But you're de- definitely right. You've got to be able to harass the quarterback. That might not always mean that you're sacking, but you're there. You're around him. You get in his passing lane. You tip a ball. You're, he, he doesn't feel comfortable. He feels the people breathing down on him. There's a lot to that. All of a sudden, he, why do you throw it so early? Why do you throw it high, you know, those type of things. And, um, you know, we've got to be able to do a good job with that with Brett. Did
3: you, feel, did you feel like there was any issues uh, or toughness reinstilling confidence back into the team after that
5: game? I, I don't think so. I didn't, I, I didn't have to go out there and yell at them to get them going, if that's what you mean, to try to – they came out ready to practice Monday. They came out ready to practice today. They were there in the morning ready to go, focused. Um, they, these young men are, are doing everything we ask as hard as they can. And, you know, um, that, that one just kind of snowballed on us. Um, don't like that to happen, don't want it to happen again, hope I never see it again. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they also made some really, really nice catches and the quarterback made some nice throws too.
1: Coach, once again, I realize you want to win every single week and every single week just as important, but how bad does this team need a victory to? Sort
5: of further what you're trying to teach them, and you know, I, uh, take another step. And. Right. No. I, you know, definitely. Um, you know, I guess the best way to put it is, you know, you work hard, you work hard, you work hard. You want to kind of see a reward for the hard work that is actually tangible. Now, I see rewards for the hard work. I see different individuals and different things coming together, but it's the whole picture of all of them seeing it. You know. Um, you want to definitely uh, be able to kind of see that prize or that present or that, you know, that type of thing. So um, there's definitely no doubt um, we, we want to get one as quick as we can. There's no doubt about that.
3: At this point in this season, how much of it is the
5: grind? Is the team healthy? And, you know,
3: how, I guess, how much more effort does it take to keep guys focused? Or is it about the same?
5: You know, uh, the, uh, the thing that we talk about hard, you know, hard a lot um, is – You know, us as coaches, if they don't understand what to do and they don't execute it as well, then we need to do a better job of coaching. If they don't understand it, then that's my fault. Um, The the heart, the effort, the intensity, we motivate them, we do all that, but when you step on the football field in the middle of the game and different things happen, you get your bell rung, you, you miss a tackle or something negative happens, I can't jump in their heart, I can't jump in their soul, I can't jump in their mind and keep them to keep playing. So far, they've kept playing. There, you know, there could have been some instances of Saturday where they could have just folded the tent. I thought they regrouped and did it. I kept going. Um, but that was one of those games where it was kind of got out of hand where you, were, you weren't playing really to win. you were just kind of playing to play to play for your pride. Um, I don't want to go through that again. I know that. Um, so I think that the, uh, the taste of having a chance for victory um, makes it even more special and we didn't really have that. Going into the last quarter, like we have in every other game. The last seven games prior to that, we have, starting even, you know, end of the year last year with Utah. So that's the first time we've been in that situation. So we need to get back to that situation. Then you can get over the hump and get the victory that Kyle's talking about that we desperately need.
1: Coach, uh, I haven't seen a lot of John Walker on the field the last two games defensively, and he played much more, obviously, earlier in the year. <coughs> Why
5: you him? He got he, he got hurt. He got a thigh contusion um, in the game the other day. The the the, the week before we um, made a change and put um, Greg Henderson inside to play Akello outside, um, and then he made some really good plays on special teams, um, and so he should be ready to go this week. And, you know, he mainly plays special teams and play some backup nickel this week.
3: Talks about how he knows it's a tall order, but how important this game is to keep the bowl dream alive. Mm-hmm. Um, is that kind of something, especially for the seniors, that they're kind of just really rallying around right now? Uh,
5: we don't talk about bowls and all that. Now, they might, because um, I know they haven't been to one. So if I was them, I would think that. There's no doubt. Um, but that's not something that we talk about um, uh, at, 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 at any length. We know if we put the amount of games together and keep getting better and, and win the game then we'll be in a bowl. Um, so, uh, of course, we want to be in one. There's no doubt about that. I'm not downplaying that, but that's not something we go in there and say, hey, we got to win this one and we're not going to a bowl, or we got to win this one and you're not going to a bowl. We don't talk about it that way. We just talk about going 1-0, and getting better, and finding a way to get the, the, this win coming up. Coach,
3: you're getting into that meat of the schedule, a lot of top 25 teams. Is it the player's expectation to compete, or are they not seeing themselves as an underdog, or what's it like? What's the mentality like right now, knowing that you have these you know, media poll
5: opponents mm-hmm. that are very hot? I, I think that they're excited about playing the game, and they, they look at it the same as every game, go out there and try to find a way to win it um, in every way they can. And they know that if they take care of their position, their job um, within the game, that we got an opportunity to win the football game. So I don't think they're looking at it any like this team's a top 25 team or that's that because uh, we've already played a couple of top 25 teams. So I think that they're uh, – They're just wanting to go out and win a football game.
0: Any questions for Coach? All right,
5: Coach. Thank you very much. Thank you.